Welcome, everyone, to the Rochester Groovecast podcast, your top source for live, local, regional music interviews and events from Rochester, New York, and the surrounding area. I'm your host, Ben Albert, and I am super excited about the episode we have going on today because uh, I've got two heavy hitters in the Rochester reggae community. We've got Will McKenna and Dylan Savage. How how we doing today, guys? Uh, we're, we're doing real good, man. Yeah, man. Adapting to uh, this whole pandemic uh, situation and doing doing well overall, though, man. Hanging in there. Good to hear it. Good to hear yeah, it. Man. That for y- y'all that aren't listening, or y- y'all that are listening but not viewing the the Facebook live, um, that's Dylan. Dylan Savage is. Um, are you officially one of the founders of Giant Panda Grow Dub Squad? You've been in the band as long as I can ever remember. Yeah, I've been um, I've been in the band since around two thousand three, two thousand three or so. So it's been uh, yeah, we're going on eighteen, you know, seventeen years, man. So it's been a while. It's crazy to think that uh, that it's uh, been this long, man. So it's an accomplishment so. to to be a part of uh, an entity for that long. It's yeah, a, it, it, yeah, it is. When I think about it, um, just yeah, just real fortunate to to still be playing with uh with my bros in the band and uh, through all the different changes and all the different eras, man. So uh, yeah, I'm always giving thanks, man, for for uh, for the time that we've had uh, playing and all those those guys are my bros, James and um, James, one of my favorite songwriters, uh, as you know. Um, as you know, Eli's joined the band as well and been in the band for about a year now. So, uh, and he's just a wonderful guy. Interestingly enough, he and I have found that we've had uh, some interesting connections. So it's, it all feels very natural, man. And it's, uh, it's been really good. And we're looking forward to getting back out and playing and recording some new music and, and uh, getting back out there once this all passes, man. Awesome. Yeah. All comes, all comes full circle. I, I love the new track. Good love. And, um, yeah, you, guys just, wonderful you, you dropped an acoustic track recently. I think I saw, right? Yes, we did. When we were in Colorado, we, uh, we stopped at Terrapin station, care station, uh, their grow room there. And we, uh, we did a live, a live acoustic session. We did about four, four or five tunes. Uh, so there'll probably be more tunes to come from that session. Um, but we released a tune called Hold You Tonight from that session. And that uh, that was uh, that came out a couple weeks ago now. So check that out if you haven't. And um, yeah, so that was uh, that was a good, that was back in February. And uh, again, there'll be more music coming from that session. I'll do that as soon as we sign yeah. off here. So, yeah. So Dylan Savage guitar player in giant panda forever now and also here on the show we have will mckenna um originally from roots collider and uh the two of you guys are have a project together now with what is there like 12 people in that band 11 people yeah. in the medicinals between 11 yeah. it can range depending on who's available from i think the lowest we've ever performed with is uh, well, no, six to start off with, but then nine. And now the most we've ever had on stage, I believe, is 13. Yeah. Wow. Uh, at the last show, actually, at yeah. the three-edge show, the five-year anniversary show, because it turned out a bunch of people, a bunch of our friends that are, uh, you know, musicians in the community showed up to the show, which is always great when your peers show up. And, um, and you know, we had kind of like a, 
like a, a percussion area or like, you know, a little area yeah. off to the side. And like at one point we were like jamming and I looked over, there's like four or five guys over there playing percussion. <laughs> and these are all killer players, you know, like yeah. Carousel and, and just, just a bunch of people over there with Matt and Grant. Um, and the vibe was just, the vibe was great. So yeah, yeah it, it, it can balloon out to that, but we, it's kind of, Traditionally, I guess it would be eleven an eleven piece. That would be a, a two guitars, bass, drums, two keyboards, uh, and then three horns and percussion. But yeah, that's a, as Will saying that's the beauty of of the medicinals that it's very much a, a collective, and you never know who's going to be on stage with us, um, like at, at three heads. It was like, you know, a bunch of people jumping up. And uh, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, for us, for me, it's always been a goal to have a bigger, a big band. You know, the two keyboard players, two guitar players, percussion. Uh, the only thing we don't have is like, you know, the uh, the the I3, the, the backup singers, you know. Mm. But, yeah, um, but, you know, that Whalers, that Bob Marley and the Whalers style instrumentation where you got like 12, 13 people on stage. You know, it's just a really big sound. So it's not always easy to um, to navigate, you know, finding out who can make the show, who can make the gig and, and so forth. So there's some challenges there, but uh, it's a big Rehearsal. sound. Big sound, great sound. Uh, rehearsals can be sometimes tough because there's 11 people. So it's like 11 lives. <laughs> you have to kind of choreograph to hopefully, you know, filter down through the tube to make it to rehearsal. Yeah. So sometimes we have to do sectionals and then usually we, we get like a full band or close to a full band rehearsal before a show. But And um, and Will often has the task of calling everybody and finding out who can make a, who can make a set, you know, who can what, make a show. What so, a joy. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's, it's well worth it, man. You know, we have uh, 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 guys from Mosaic Foundation, um, uh, Personal Blend, uh, uh, who else do we have? Uh, you know, a grant, uh, scribe to God, you know, so it's, it's level it's, seven, uh, level, level seven experience. Level seven. Uh, Sean, our drummer, is uh, actually the drummer from Manhattan Project. I don't know if you remember uh, that duo from it was like a really nasty electronic duo mm -hmm. from uh, back in the day, and now he's in his own solo project called uh, Hybrid Beats. Uh, and I suggest. You check that out. The, I mean, the disco is a cool thing, man, because we're all in like, we all have like a bands, like it's a primary band that we all play in that we know from like Dylan's and Panda and I'm in Roots Collider with the new lineup and Sean's in Hybrid Beats and the other guys are in Mosaic Foundation, things of that nature. Uh, but it's cool that we can all like come together and create uh, this this kind of fam like hometown family band, mm -hmm. almost like we're, we've become a staple at Lilac Festival. We were actually supposed to play our one of our biggest shows as a band tomorrow, opening for Blues Traveler at Ooh. Lilac Festival. Mm -hmm. That would have been not a lot of people might be into them, whatever. But uh, I'm a little older. But back in the day when they hit the scene, man, <laughs> that's yeah. a big band like Blues Travel is pretty big, man. They had like a number one hit in America. 
never uh, seen someone play harmonica like that before too yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no man it's uh you know just uh just back up it's just a, a really create a great creative outlet and for me um the way to panda is we're, we're all kind of spread out james lives in indiana and tony lives in buffalo so we don't get the luxury or the opportunity to uh to get together every week and play so the medicinals has been a, a great opportunity for us to to, to stay productive and to play different rhythms and, and just to get together, you know, every week or so, or when we can and, and play some rhythms and play some tunes. And uh, so it's, yeah, I mean, it's been a, it's been a, it's five, again, going on five years. And uh, I, I also want to mention that the band started um, in 2015, uh, basically will saying, Hey, do you want to come jam some tunes and jam some covers or some versions? And, um, so it was, uh, it was myself and, and um, my dear friend, Dave Burness, um, and Sean and Will. So it started off as a four piece. And as you know, it's grown now to, to uh, a 10 or 11 piece band. But um, uh, back then, um, Dave, our dear friend, Dave, who was a wonderful, wonderful guy, one of my best friends, he, um, he was um, battling cancer at that time. Um, so uh, it kind of started... I would be picking him up every Monday and heading out to, to, to meet the guys at Will's place at the South wedge and, and just jam in the basement. And, and for Dave, um, it was really therapeutic. And if you, yeah. if you knew, if you knew Dave, you, you knew that um, he loved nothing more than to play, play music. And um, so it was a, it was just a real blessing to be able to play with him um for those two years um uh, he, he passed away in 2017 january so um you know it was just uh again just wonderful for everybody all the other guys to meet him and and all the joy that it brought him and uh so uh you know we we keep he's definitely there in spirit uh, with us um and, all the time um, we yeah, try all the to time. try to bring a picture of him to put on stage usually every time we play sometimes i forget but for the most part i've been pretty on point with it yeah, man. I love it. It's quite the passion project, bringing together so many great musicians. How is this different than playing in a three, four, five, six-piece band? Having that many people on stage, um, the the energy, the sounds, the sound checks. What are some of your experiences aside from just logistics? Learning when to practice. How, 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 what's the live experience like playing in such a large band? Well, it's just, you know, it's just, uh, it's just a really big, big sound, man. And um, we all have to kind of find our parts and, 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 you know, make sure that, that we, we leave the space being that it's reggae. We, we want to be sure that there's plenty of space. Everybody has their parts. Right. But um, yeah, man, it's just, uh, again, uh, having, uh, having a big band like that and that big sound, you know, in the whaler style is just uh it's not everybody, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to, hard to keep that going. You know, it's, it's not easy, but it's, uh, uh, when we, when we dial it in, it's really nice, man. The, the size of the band relates to an orchestra in a way with what Dylan was saying too, in regards to everyone has to know their parts. Um, so it's, it's like navigating the Titanic in a way because it's so big. But like a little rock band, four pieces, it's like a speedboat, you know, 
but being in an ensemble that size, it's kind of like a giant barge that you have to navigate. However, it's very easy when people are just professional and they know their parts and they show up and <laughs> hit those parts and we cruise, you know? Yeah, man. Um, so there's, you know, it's just nice when people, when we have the ability, because the way my perspective is this, that, you know, we go for a while without rehearsing because we're all, I mean, a lot of us are family men too. We have kids and stuff. Um, so we have life, you know, we have that. And then we're in other bands and stuff like that. So sometimes we go a couple months where we haven't rehearsed, but then we have a show or something coming up and we start to rehearse again. It's kind of like a train and it starts chugging and chugging and chugging. And then by like the, the last two rehearsals and by the sound check of the show, it just, it sounds yeah. undeniable. It always seems to come together, man. Even though if, we have, if we haven't rehearsed for a few weeks. Yeah. It's a rise to the occasion kind of situation that it has, it's never really let us down. I can't think of a, I can't think of like any massive train wrecks or anything like that, where I walked off stage being like, fuck this, you know? <laughs> so, and, um, and the cool thing is that everybody's just really cool in the band. It's just a pleasure to play with everybody. Um, we always have, have a great time. And, and the other, the other thing is uh, that I have to mention is that Will, Will um, aside from being, you know, just a wonderful uh, musician, a tasteful musician is just a really has a great work ethic, man, and works really hard to um, to organize and, and the logistics and everything. And, and, and you know, so it's uh, everybody really works hard and everybody uh, enjoys themselves. So um, and uh, and yeah, so it's uh, again, Will is just very, very uh, devoted to the scene and and hardworking. So I appreciate that. And uh Thanks, and it's man. Always, always a good vibe, man. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. I mean, you're definitely one of my favorite songwriters, and I've told you this before, our favorite guitar players for sure. Um, our current our current lineup right now, just to, to give props and respect to you, is Dylan on guitar and vocals. I'm on bass and vocals. Sean Drogan on drums. Ken Luke on uh, guitar. Uh, he's from Mosaic. Uh, Tony Galicchio on keyboards from Funk Not and Panda. Lucius Snowden from on keyboards as well, and he is from uh, Mosaic as well. Uh, Luke Perry on trombone and vocals. He's from uh, Personal Blend. Justin Lloyd on trumpet and uh, percussion. He's from Personal Blend as well. Uh, Dan Murky on tenor saxophone. He's a heavy hitter from all over. He plays with like all the bands that you see at Lilac Festival. Dan's like on, on payroll, you know, for that festival pretty much. Uh, Grant Atkins, vocals, percussion, also known as Scribe, uh, level seven, as well as um, I think he's in a Biggie Smalls live band tribute that's actually really popular. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Matt Raymerman on percussion, uh, who <laughs> plays with everyone in town. He's kind of like the deputy mayor of music in town, um, and, uh, and has also, a studio called Green. And also, Room. our brother, our brother Ethan Lyons, also yep. played with us and. And sometimes um, you'll see, uh, sometimes uh, Mike Corey will play, sometimes Ken Luke will play. Yep. So it's, uh, it's often depending on, on who, can make, who can make the set. So right. uh, I'm and, just revolving. Yeah, we've, we've had like uh, our friend Chuck, uh, Chuck Freeze, who was percussion uh, back in the day before he moved. Uh, we've had sit-ins with Jessica Brown from Root Shock, sit-ins with uh, – Deanne Elaine from uh, Noble Vibes. 
Uh, and who's that guy that, that killer, who was that guy that she brought that one time that killed it? He's in that other band. You remember him? He's on stage. He was doing the, he was doing the chant. Um, it, was, it was over a dance hall. And he was doing the chant. I can't mm-hmm. remember his name. Yeah, the name escapes me right now, man, unfortunately. Uh, but um, older cat. And Eli, Eli Flynn has sat in with us. Yeah, as Eli, well Eli. as uh, we were the backing rhythm section for Cha-Cha for Chacha's solo record uh, last summer at uh, Ithaca Reggae Fest. So that was fun, learning a complete catalog of a reggae artist. And we were just like the rhythm section. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. That kind of reminded me of just the classic rhythm sections at Studio One that in Jamaica that would just, they would learn all these rhythms for like a different singer to come in and sing on them and stuff. So. Yeah, that was that was fun. And that was a big challenge, man. And it was... Uh... Was a challenge. It was a, it was a great time. It's huge, and yeah. you named them all. These guys are professionals. They're in other bands. You guys obviously blend well and uh, get the job done at the end of the day. What what does the process look like? Um, is a, is one or two people writing most of the songs? What does the whole you know music making process look like? when you're offline and not um, touring and not practicing, what what does that look like for you guys? Well, um, often I'll bring, it it is a collaborative, it it is a collaborative effort. And often I'll bring in some tunes as well. Some tunes that maybe um, aren't fitting for, for Panda, for instance, but they will work with the medicinals. And then there, and then um, there's times when uh, there are some tunes that, I may play with Panda and I'll play with the medicinals one or two, not, not too many. And then we, um, we also do uh, some, some versions, some classic reggae versions and um, you know, try and keep it uh, rootsy and, um, and uh, you know, in the, in the roots reggae style, but, um, but yeah, very, it also is a very collaborative process too, um, for sure. We also dip into uh, a little bit of funk and a little bit of Afrobeat. Um, uh, and those tunes have more of a collaboration feel. Uh, there's a tune uh, that Luke, our, key, our uh, trombone yeah. player, brought to the table called Where We Come From, which is like an Afrobeat thing, where he came up with pretty much all the basic ideas and we kind of hashed it out. And I threw some old vocals that I used to sing on an old tune from like 15 years ago onto it to kind of complete it. Um, so there's that. Um, and then actually there's another tune where he came up with a, we both collaborated on horns for, for a tune that uh, Dylan brought, which is kind of like a Afrobeat tune called emotion. And you can actually uh, yeah. nap that tune uh, for free just by signing our website, uh, signing up on our web uh, email list at our website, medicinalsmusic.com. Uh, you can peep that vibe there. Um, mm. Yeah, but, you know, it just all depends on if it works. I mean, if the ideas work, it's it's all about putting forth all killer, no filler, you know, at the end of the day. So All killer, no filler. I like that. Yeah, it's an it's a old, indus- old industry term. Awesome. Yeah, you guys have both been playing music in the Rochester community for forever, really. So I want to talk a little bit about um, your personal passion products, uh, projects rather, um, maybe starting with you, Will. The, the first time I saw Roots Collider, I think 
it was after Dopapod. You guys played at the club at Water Street after Dopapod. I could be wrong, but it was super cool. Be I could have the wrong band correct me, but what, um, what year? Yeah. Uh, dude, like a long time ago, it had to have been yeah, it 20, like, 29, 2010. It's pretty period. possible. Yeah, um, that was the, the original lineup. So, um, yeah, it's pretty possible. We were grinding real hard uh, with the original um, original lineup back then. But, uh, yeah, Double Pot's good. Rob, actually, the guitar player, is from Rochester. Mm-hmm. Uh, East Rochester, if anyone really wants to stop. Yeah, East, if you really want to <laughs> laser point it down, yes, East Rochester. But I, I recall that show just because it was one of those nights where the, the headlining band was a heavy hitter, and then I hadn't heard of you guys. Yeah. And to you know slide in another band after the headliner, I remember I, I got down. You guys were great. So l- let's talk a little bit about Roots Collider because – I think it's important to note that you guys ultimately are back with a new lineup, um, new tunes, new sound, new everything. Back with a new lineup. I've, uh, I just, I wasn't done saying what I wanted to say with what had to be said with that um, artistic entity, I guess is the best way to say it. Um, And um, you know, the last time we played was 2014 and then we came back out in 2000, at the end of 2018. And so it took me four years because it took me four years to find the right people to, to do it, to execute the, the vision, I guess, is the best way properly. Or else I just didn't want to, I, I didn't want to do it, you know. Um, and it just took four years to find people that could dedicate the time to do it and uh, that were really really good at what they do and so now the new line the old lineup was um jim grillo on drums and dexter reddick on bass and bill smith on keyboards uh and me on guitar and the new lineup is uh christopher debuck penny on drums uh ben chilbert of Hayawa on bass uh brendan caroselli on keyboards um and then i'm playing guitar as well um and we've got a uh, it's just, it sounds really great. I can't wait for you guys to check it out. And we're going to be coming out with a bunch of new tunes. Um, we've worked on a remote track during this crazy time. Mm. Uh, so we're going to, we're going to release that. Um, we've got a studio track that we're about to release. Um, and then we're kind of bouncing back and forth with wave files and stuff like that too. So it's a real, it, like we were talking er, talking earlier, it's real. It's like a surreal like what's happening right now uh the enter- entertainment industry from a local level all the way up to you know professional uh level like lady gaga or whatever up all the way up on those upper uh echelon tier level um it's all we're all affected the same like nobody can you can't do anything you just you can't do anything um so we're regulated to doing this and yeah it's been it's been interesting for things to slow down a little bit and adapting to that and trying to to stay productive and getting getting some songwriting done at home and and that kind of thing and uh, fortunately I, I, as far as this I, I'm doing you know much better than most so it's uh, you know a lot Me of people too. struggling out there man so I'm I'm fortunate I'm, I'm fortunate as well which um, 
I've actually started uh, last week. We actually went, we, we started um, supporting our friends with businesses. So like once a week we're going out and we're buying food from our friends that are like that own restaurants yeah. and stuff like that. Um, like a loving, I, I bought, uh, we bought dinner at loving cup, went and got uh, dinner at loving cup. And I think this week, I think we were going to go to, um, shit, I can't even remember. Oh, uh, blossom road pub. I think we were going to go mm-hmm. grab something from drew over at blossom road pub. And then we'll go do something else like the next week and stuff like that. So I feel for everybody, man. I really do. I truly do. Like it's, I can't even imagine. Cause some of these, some of the cats that I play with and some of the cats that I know, are cats that like are on the scene and that's all they do is play music. Right. You know, yeah. like I, 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 I've got a daytime, you know, but these guys, like they, they like hustle three, four bands to keep their, to, to be in, you know, to keep their head above the water and stuff. And so, excuse me. I really felt for them when like that, like that lockdown happened. I was like, Oh damn, what are these, you know, Hopefully unemployment kicks in for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, interesting concept, but I just saw comedy at the Carlson is doing a comedy show drive in style where you bro- you broadcast yeah. over the radio and I, I presume you watch on a projector yeah. and it, it seems like we're at a point where things are going to start opening uh, opening up sooner than later. It's hard to tell. Um, people are optimistic, but I'd still like to see that drive-in style happen for musicians and bands. I, I don't know if anyone listening has the means to do it, but a, a live stream where people come and hang out in their car is live at the event, you know? Yeah. yeah I've, I've seen that, that being, um, they're saying that they might do some uh, shows in theaters with like, you know, maybe 200 or 50 or a hundred people and then stream the shows as well. So even, even some big acts might, might play some smaller rooms and then, and then stream, uh, stream the rest of the, the, you know, the show as well. So I think they're going to start that process and kind of ease into it a little bit is the sense that I'm getting. Um, but we may not see that until the beginning of, uh, 2021 or so so i think it's still seeing some encouraging news though so that's so mm-hmm. that's positive there's yeah there's a couple couple things uh one germany actually is throwing drive through raves drive up raves where people are show, driving mm-hmm. their cars up and it looks like a parking lot and there's like a stage and it's outdoors and dj and lights and stuff and everybody's like honking their horn, flashing <laughs> the fuck out. Flash. Dude, it's amazing. Um, but goddamn, gotta love them uh, for, you know, I mean, taking lemons and making lemonade with it because you just got to roll with the punches with this shit. Yeah. Um, so they're doing that. Um, we don't, uh, because I, I also uh, am a creative consultant for Park Point. So, um basically what that means is that uh they purchase i i have influence on the headliners that they purchase um and but they make the final call but i make recommendations and then whenever whatever you know we all all three of us leslie willie and i we get together and we brainstorm headliners with the budget and stuff and then after that's done then i go out and i my job is to find all the local 
regional acts because my dream is to make my friends popular uh, in our town. And so to do that, I want to give them spots opening for national people in their own respective genre. So that's why when you come to a Loving Cup thing, uh, uh, the Park Point things you see like, oh, it's Del McCurry. Oh, but, you know, Dirty Blanket is on it and all these other, you know, uh, Honey Smugglers is up. Well, yes, because they're part of that genre, you know, Mm -hmm. we reach out to them because it makes sense that they would be part of that show. And they're also showcasing the, the fact that Rochester has professional, original musicians and music. People in North Dakota don't have this. You, you see what I'm saying? It's like an epiphany. Like we're very lucky that we have this scene that we have with probably 30 um, professional original bands where it's like, when I say that, I mean a band that gets up and sings and hundreds of people sing that song back to them. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And that's an original song that they wrote. You know, we have about 30 of those. And that's pretty remarkable. Buffalo only has one, you know, aqueous. Yeah, well, no, they had Goo Goo Dolls and Ani DeFranco mm-hmm. and uh, Mo. You know, they had those kind of bands too. And, you know, there's other things that are outside the jam band genre. You know, like I think uh, uh, there's a heavy metal band. A couple guys are from, from Rochester, from Mastodon. Mastodon, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think like one Siren, or two. Sirens and Sailors is another heavy metal yeah. band. Uh, pretty big from Rochester. Oh, yeah. yeah, and Joy, um, Wave. Joy Wave, Joy Wave. Yeah, yeah the Rochester, Rochester scene very strong. You know, of course, with Deep Ponder and Maybird and yeah, Joy Wave and Michaela. To, to circle back to my original point, um, being a part of that creative process of being part of Park Point, I am privy to like a lot of the back end things that people don't know when it comes to throwing events. And basically, we're we're at the mercy of scientists in the state. So yeah. we can't, we can't do anything. You get a lot of hearsay, you get a lot of, you know, YouTube researchers, you get, <laughs> you get, you know, like, but the reality of the situation, man, is that um, the state, uh, this, the 15th of this week at, on Friday this week, we'll, we'll know if phase one gets implemented, but here's the thing. This is the thing that people are, I don't want people to get misconstrued is the fact that just because they're saying they're reopening and just because like uh, they're doing these phases and stuff, there's no cure. There's no vaccine. So like it doesn't mean it's gone. Do you see what I'm saying? So we're phase four. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. We're phase four. So they're doing phase one. We'll see what happens. Now, as you know, because you're a patron and you've been part part of uh, the music entertainment in town for a while now, Ben, is that the nature of what we do, what Dylan and I do, is like it's all like personal, like sweaty, like hot. Mm -hmm breathing on people like late at night like that's the nature of the business so that's really dangerous territory man even if you're wearing a mask if you're breathing real heavy and it's coming you you know it's coming out from all edges of your you know your sweat and whatever so like just because phase one phase two phase three blah 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 that but i 
I got to be honest and I don't want to be the Debbie Downer, but I got to be honest. Cause I mean, I'm 41. I've been doing this since I was 18. I don't think we're going to see uh, things back to normal until the fall of 2021, man. Like, and when I say back to normal, I mean, right. you're not going to see anything until really there's a cure or there's a vaccine. Like, Cause nobody, like I talked to a bunch of my friends that are musicians and, and some of them are just like, yo, I, even if they do lift restrictions, I'm not going to go out and play again until I know there's like a cure or so, because why do I want to risk my life for 75 bucks, you know, or like, you know, or a, or a hundred bucks, you know what I'm saying? So this is just thing. I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer, but these are just things that you know I want to make make you aware of. Maybe you, maybe you know, maybe you don't. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just the reality of the situation. We're gonna have to see how everything goes. It's gonna be a slow process, and yeah, uh, it shouldn't know. be it shouldn't be rushed. Like that's the other thing. I yeah. know everybody's chomping at the bit and stuff, but even Dan, even Dan, the other day he made like the killer point that everybody always wants to say, uh, which is like. Are you guys going to be bitching about ten dollars shows now, when we when it go, comes back, you know when it when everything comes back to normal? Are you are you, are you really going to be bitching about that? I don't think people will be bitching about it anymore, you know, because they'll be so hungry for live music again. Maybe artists. I think what's happening is we've got this rubber band that pulled that's getting pulled back real tight, like a slingshot, you know, because people just want to be out and be out and finally maybe in an ideal world when you let go you know when people can get back in the clubs maybe people will actually pay 15 bucks like which should be like like this the minimum standard for a lot of the art but it's like some guys are you know they're playing for five buck entry covers they're playing for free mm-hmm. like and it, it's like i get it man but at the same time like i mean you, you've got a you got to respect someone's hard work, you know? And like, as people that ask for the guest list on a $5 show are weirdos, man. Cause that shit is like, that's like less than a pack of cigarettes, you know? So I don't know. I know I went on a tangent a little bit. I'm sorry about that, but no, it's quite, it's no, quite all right. I, I know personally, and I, I got pushed back and the contrasting viewpoint um, is often, well, I want to play for as many people as possible. I want the room packed. But my argument was charge 20% more on the tickets and don't sell out shows. Only get it to 80% capacity so the show's more comfortable because personally I get claustrophobic and I don't like a sold-out show that's oversold and then there's no space. So charge more. And the people willing to spend that extra three to five dollars will have more space. Um, that was just one argument I made at one point, but I think long term we're going to see that the people that are dedicated to music and dedicated to the community and want to support local art, they're going to pay the extra few dollars. They're going to love it even more. They're going to be even more involved, even if a little bit of fats trimmed and less people go to the show. Right. Um, I know personally, I'm, I, I, I'm not a psychiatrist, but I'm definitely going through a little bit of craziness, not, not being able to get out and hug someone and shake a hand and see a band live. So everybody's 
excited for that opportunity when it comes. Uh, and I think you're right, Will, that we, we can't rush it. We, we can't be selfish and rush it. Yeah, that's, I mean, and it, that's not me though, man. That's the thing the, I'm like citing uh, examples from the second wave of the Spanish flu, which happened in 1913 because people were freaking the fuck out and they're like, Oh, it's right. gone. It's gone. Let's go. It's well, like, you know, just because like you're, you ignited your parachute and you're halfway down doesn't mean it's over and you unclip it and you fall the rest of the way. Yeah. You know? I- I think so it's important like, to remember to remember to remember that history there, you know, and yeah. not 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 be premature with this. But um, we'll get through it, man. You know, yep. it's got the, the isolation definitely taking its toll. But um, uh, you know, you can still go out for a hike. You can still go outdoors. You know, you can uh, still so. watch everybody practice their guitar online every single fucking day. You know? yeah. <laughs> gotta, make, gotta make gotta make the best of it. You know, we'll get through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm curious, I'm curious guys. Um, and, uh, ultimately that's what I've been doing. I've been getting, getting outside more. What are some of the things you guys are doing to, to stay a little more sane, any new passion projects, any new hobbies or what's just going on? You know, uh, what's the life been for Will and Dylan? Man, I I've been, um, well, I've been playing a lot of guitar. I've been hanging out with my kids quite a bit getting out, getting out, walking the dog, trying to exercise. Cause I'll, I'll, I'm just eating. There's, I have so much food and I'm just eating all the time. So I'm trying to, trying to exercise so that I don't, you know, gain a hundred pounds. Um, when this is all, uh, when this all passes, but, um, but yeah, man, just trying to make the best of the situation, trying to stay creative, trying to stay productive, trying to make the best use of, of this time that we have of this, you know, this, uh, period of us all slowing down a little bit and, and, um, yeah, just really making the best of that, man. For, for me, uh, again, it's, this is easier for me to adapt to, but my kids, they've been out of school. So it's, yeah. it's a little bit, it's a little tougher on, on the kids. I think, you know, uh, they're not hanging with their friends and they're not going to a job or, or, Especially uh, cause or, you got teens, you're, you have teenagers. Yeah. My, my daughter's 16, my son's 12. So, so uh, I've been able to go out recently. I went out to the ball field and we were playing a little baseball up, up the road here in Henrietta. Um, mm-hmm. So that was fun. And, uh, you know, just trying to get out a little bit and, you know, the, it's the simple pleasures, you know, just in, uh, you know, being grateful for that and yeah. making the best of, of things slowing down, you know. Right. And that's, I like that approach too. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, one of my friends came over, constructed a playground for my kids. I got a six and a four-year-old and um, did that, did a lot of housework that I normally can't do because of uh, just being inundated, you know, just swamped with all band stuff, you know, where it's like, you know, getting ready for the next thing. You're always getting ready for the next thing. It's weird. So uh, two things, one, um, how you feel, Ben, and how everybody feels that we're in this together. So we, we feel the same way. Like you're bummed. You want to be out. You want to hug people. You want to go to shows. We're bummed. We will go and hang out. We want to play those shows. Um, so like we're the exact same. It's an energy without you guys. There's no us without us. And I'm, I mean, I'm in the crowd at bands too, you know, um, to go see bands too. So I'll, I'll never stop being a fan of music just because I play it. I think, um, I think us. There is going to be a lot of, pardon me, I think there's going to be a lot of good music that comes from this, yes. hopefully. I think a lot of people are being creative at home and, um, 
and uh, writing music. So uh, hopefully we'll see a lot of uh, a lot of good good works come from this. You know. Yeah, that would be great. Um, the other point I wanted to make was um, what I've what I've been doing, uh, other than like you know building the playgrounds and stuff, is I got a program called Ableton, uh, which is like a music software program. So I've been learning that to to write some things on that and stuff. So that's 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 where I've been kind of. It's just tough, man, because like I got to take a break from the news and stuff because of the morbidity of a lot of things happening and the misinformation and the, just the, the people not acknowledging science and stuff. Like it's just, it's really weird to me. And I just, I, I've just been kind of going down the rabbit hole with this, the software program, um, which is super dope. It's like professional program. I recommend it to anybody, really. but that's, that's how I've been doing my time pretty much. Yeah. Ableton's a great program. Um, in, in terms of going back to when you were performing live, um, for both of you, any proudest moments, proudest accomplishments, whether it is, uh, you know, a event you put on a double bill, you played, uh, a city you got to visit, what, um, comes to mind to you guys, uh, things that you loved. Oh, well. I guess for me, uh, really just, uh, um, no, I'm trying to think of any specific, uh, specific event, uh, really just, you know, just for me playing again, just playing in Panda for all these many years, uh, has been just a really rewarding, uh, process. Uh, we've, uh, we haven't been touring as much lately, so we've been doing more, more selective shows, but, um, just getting out there recently, we were out in Colorado and had a good run of shows uh, in Denver. And then we played a cool show at Reggae Rise Up with uh, Kali Buds and um, who else was on there? Uh, or actually in Arizona, pardon me. In Arizona, Kali Buds and uh, Steel Pulse or Damian Marley was on there. So that was the kind of the most recent show that I've played. Uh, that was back in February. And that was, a, that was the last tour um, before this uh before this all occurred so that was a that was a memorable one for us for panda that is yeah Uh, how about you will i guess memorable my thing is uh at this point in my life as long as a hundred people come through the door no matter what band i'm playing in i'm happy because you can't deny that a hundred people is a party yeah it's a party. And, and the medicinal show, we just played the the one to three heads brewing company, which was I think in January. Yeah. That was a real memorable show, man. That was it was great. It was a really good time. We we actually uh that um to kind of circle to what Dylan's talking about, that uh that first track that uh you played at the beginning of the interview uh was called Forward Dub, and that's from that show that um, mm. and it's available, right. it's available for free download at medicinalsmusic.com. Um, and they, we had a lot of, I mean, that show was just great. The vibe was great at that show. And, uh, I, it really you know, was. I, yeah. We'll probably see some more live cuts come out of that in time. Um, again, uh, yeah. like, like to be very, um, specific and, um, just very curative, I guess, with the things that we do put out. Um, 
just because it's better to put out quality than quantity, I guess. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, uh, as far as in Panda World um, upcoming, we have um, uh, a new dub coming out, the Good Love uh, dub. Um, the a good love that's coming out hopefully very Great soon. Tune. Yeah, man, love that tune. And uh, so we're gonna do some some dub a dub version of that and a dub version of uh, another tune called Cool It. Um, and another tune, a wonderful tune that James has uh, Stop Fighting. These all tunes were released uh, in the last year, so we're gonna be doing some dub versions of that, and um, hopefully get in the studio and. Um, and record some some new tunes real soon you know once this passes and uh likewise for the medicinals speaking of uh speaking of the studio we did uh give you a little bit of uh, a taste of something something that we're going to release uh this summer i don't know if you want to spin that for uh your peoples right now but yeah you know what let's let's spin it now originally i was going to put it in the outro but i actually um want to give you a chance to talk a little bit about it so let's play it now
right, dig it. We nice should, uh, one. We got to give some props out to uh, everybody that helped make that single um, what it is. So actually, that's you know what you were asking about earlier. What are you proud of? I'm proud of that track, man. That's like a seriously, right in my opinion, <laughs> um, that's a dope track. So uh, uh, Matt Raymerman, first and foremost. Uh, Cause we're crazy <laughs> and we're constantly emailing back and forth. We want this and we want that. And um, he's very so accommodating, very accommodating, much love to him. He also plays in the band as a percussionist in the band. Uh, amazing studio. He's probably recorded. I think he's at one point recorded every band, almost every band in our scene. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of bands and things that he does that I'm not aware of uh, like other genres, you know, other than the live uh, dance band genre. Uh, but he, I'm sure he's, you know, records metal and stuff like that too, but he's part of the green room. And then Got we had it mastered at, uh, 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 more sound recording out of Syracuse with Jocko, uh, Jocko, Jocko, um, used to run front of house for John Brown's body. He was their engineer. Um, we also had Matt Goodwin over at, uh, Black Riot, Dog. Riot Studios. Riot uh, Studios. That's Riot right. Sound Studios. Yeah, which kind of like affiliated with Black Dog there yeah. uh, in downtown. Um, and he like put all the dubs on it, all the like little mm. psychedelic little things. Uh, so he was all part of that. And then Dylan played on it. I played on it. Sean played on it. Um, have to mention Laura Christine. Uh, Laura sang backup vocals on it. Wonderful uh, singer who who is uh, our keyboard player, Tony's fiance. Tony Yep, she was cool enough to she was cool enough to come sing on it so her her voice is on there yeah it's uh, great uh, so. Tony Tony played on it Lucius yeah. uh, that's Mike Mike Corey uh, from that's him playing the guitar solo guitar solo um, who's do we have percussion on that we did have percussion right was that Chuck or oh man I'm not sure I'm not uh, remembering right now or maybe scribe I think maybe came in um and then I, I think oh, Chuck then, uh, Justin on trumpet, Luke on bone, and uh, Ethan on saxophone. Uh, so that yeah. was props to everybody that did that. Um, I hope people dig it. I think it's got a great message. We're going to get through, and mm -hmm. we need we need that kind of message in this situation that we're. Yeah, it's, it's a perfect, perfect message for this situation. I'm curious, was that related to the pandemic or it was just a timely release that it, it was a timely, it was a timely release. Um, I, 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 I tend to gravitate in my songwriting sometimes to positive themes. And, and, uh, so it kind of was, uh, in that spirit for sure. And it, uh, so it's, uh, it, uh, was very timely indeed, but, and, uh, so yeah, we hope to get that out. Hopefully, hopefully this summer, man, we've been sitting on it for like six months or so. So. Wow. So yeah, guys, we going to get through you. If you're listening live, if you're viewing and watching this right now, you're the first people to hear that track. Um, if you're listening afterwards, you're the second wave and, um, eventually uh, that that'll be released officially and uh, are you recording a whole new album or what what's your current situation Man. what what does the future hold the nature of the business right now really to be honest i mean from my opinion i think dylan agrees is 
singles. We just release singles, man. I mean, it's like, it's tough right now too. just be, well, due to the nature of our band, particularly, I mean, there's 11 people, but also, I mean, the state of the affair of the music industry right now, I mean, and the state of affair of people's attention spans right now, it's real tough to, to get out a, a record that, in my opinion, that pops. Yeah. Like I, I mean, the last time I released full length records was like in 2003. And then, um, no, no, that's not true. 2007. Uh, and then when 2010 hit, I started doing like small four tune EPs. And now like, you know, that was 2010. And now it's, you know, 10 years later. I, I just feel like it's better to, to hit them with something that pops that they like and they can resonate on just because people want to flip through their phone, the next tune there, they, everybody's got a different emotion, like every, every five minutes, you know, but I don't know. I could be wrong. <laughs> well, you guys are also a live band, you know, um, music like the medicinals in my opinion, pops more live than you can ever just capture in an album it's a whole experience seeing all the members hearing all the sounds um it's the experience we all miss but i could see that you know releasing an album or rather releasing a song and having single small releases or eps that's going to get me coming to the show man yeah man yeah i think that's kind of the what, what's been our thought is just really, really releasing, uh, you know, a couple of singles a year, you know, yeah. um, <clears throat> it just seems like, uh, for what we're doing, that, that seems like the the process and the best way to get music out there quickly. Um, right. And so much so that I've, I've been, I mean, that's what I'm doing with Roots Collider too. We're mm. going to be releasing singles just because everybody's so busy now and everybody's in different bands, different yeah. projects that it's like, you know, just give you one, like a teaser. It's like a, a teaser to come see the, the live show, but here's, here's a five minute tune to kind of like, you know, reel out the cast, reel that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I, I love that tune. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that you played it. Um, I, I hope you enjoyed Thanks, it. Man. Um, yeah, I, I hope you enjoyed it, Ben. Um, it, it, we put a lot of hard work into it. It was, it was real fun. Yeah, thanks for playing it, man. I, I love the track, man. I, I want to ask you guys both a question that I ask all my guests, and I'm thinking in my head, we going to get through is is a good answer in itself. Um, but nice. if you had a billboard, very busy area, um, all races, all genders, all kind of people drive by and they see that billboard, if you could you know, take a message, whether it's written in any of your songs or something in general or an image and place it on that billboard, knowing that millions of people, all kinds of people, millions of people are going to be able to see that. And, you know, you can make a change in that billboard. I think we're going to get through it is, is a good answer in itself. But what what would you put on that billboard and why? That's a good question, man. Um, you know, interesting enough, uh, it was uh, Bob Marley's anniversary uh, of his passing was today, 39 years. And uh, one of my favorite tunes of his is uh, a tune called Wake Up and Live. I don't know if you know that tune. 
But uh, I could see that on a billboard, man. Um, just the idea of uh, kind of uh, living in the moment, you know, being in the present. And, uh, and that song really has that message uh, coming through. Interestingly enough, I think uh, I've heard a story that Bob Marley, um, the inspiration for that tune was he was driving uh, with some friends and they were driving and they saw a billboard that said, wake up and live. But it was for an advertisement for like, a, I think it was for the Jamaican uh, drink Ting. Hmm. Um, and with that, he kind of, with that, turned it around and, and made it a, a, a totally different uh, message. Right. And just if I had to pick one tune, uh, if I was forced to pick one tune, that would probably be my f- favorite Bob Marley tune, man. So that would be, uh, I could see that on a billboard. I love it. Wake yeah, up and man. live. Yeah, it's a good one. How about you, Will? The the big question. Smoke crap, bitch. No. <laughs> uh, I think I think you hit it on the head. I think we're gonna get through. I think that's perfect. At least for right now, I think that's perfect. So that is a good I one. The, I know it's the easy way out, but uh, that's it's totally that's what's on my mind. If I was driving. You know, and I saw we're going to get through, a, you know, I it probably put a little smile on my face, you know, it hopefully reset the brain chamber a little bit towards uh, something a little less negative and so morbid. I mean, uh, just we're being inundated right now. You know, we're in home. We're all going through our own little thing. We're all trying to not be depressed. We're all, it doesn't work. You know, we're all overeating. We're all jerking off too much. Like it's all, it's all crazy. And we don't know, you know, you know what to do. Cause this has never happened. This hasn't happened in over a hundred years. Uh, so it's just weird, you know? So to have something like that when you're driving or even wake up and live or whatever, but we're going to get through. I really like that. I like if I was driving and I, you know, I like that. I got to, I got to, sometimes I have to go right now. I'm regulated to working from home, but sometimes I have to go to where I work to do things. So, you know, I got to put the mask on and the whole body condom and all that shit, <laughs> you know, you got to drive there, you know, and, and it'd be cool to see something like that, man, you know, because it, you know, it would, it would be optimistic, I guess. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's, I'd like to add to it, but it, it's it's perfect as it is. We're going to get through. Um, what uh, what are some of the things that we didn't touch on that you're excited for the future? Anything that I didn't ask you, and um, you know what what's going to be new for Roots Collider, Medicinals, Giant Panda? Um, what are you guys uh, excited about going forward? Man, I'm just excited to get out there and play music again with uh, with my bros, you know, and uh, and, rec- and get in the studio, put out some uh, put out some new music, and uh, just stay productive overall, man, you know, and uh, and get back out there, and and uh, you know, hopefully this passes soon, and um, and we can get back to some normalcy, take things in a positive direction, you know. Yeah, it's. it's oh, and, and I gotta I gotta make one last plug is. Uh, that Panda has a, a, a tune coming out. Um, uh, we did a, a, a tune with Collie Buds with a Collie Buds rhythm. And uh, so that's coming out, uh, man, I, I think next week, next Friday, if I'm correct. 
Um, but but stay tuned for that. Uh, so very excited about that. And it's and it's a good little tune, man. So awesome. Check that it's, out. Excited to hear it, man. Excited yeah. to hear it. Uh, anything on your end, Will? Where where can people keep in touch? I mean, right now, social media is the best way to reach us uh, at any band, really, in the platform. Uh, right now, like, do, I, I can't wait to get out and play again. I can't wait to rehearse again and start getting True. productive. There's, there's just, there's only so much you can do in this meet. And it, don't get me wrong, like being able to communicate this way is totally cool. Like, I'm not dogging it down by any means, but you know, it just, it sucks not being able to get into the rehearsal studio and put it together there. It's, if, you know, you're emailing demos off and emailing tracks and then putting them together and stuff. There's an, there's an artificiality to it, which, you know, and I, I respect and I love uh, DJ culture because that's a big part of my life too in regards to what I do with uh, Roots Collider. But I do miss the organic element of just being in the same room with people playing music and yeah. putting it all together from the ground up that way. And it's just, uh, you know, we got to roll with the punches right now. Absolutely, man. Well, we're going to be stronger for it. Um, and that's a, a call out to everybody watching or listening, you know, continue to support your local musicians, um, medicinal music's dot medicinals, music.com live panda.com. Uh, is it roots collider.com? Yep. Roots collider.com. So check in there, check in on the socials, share this, keep in touch. Um, any way to donate or is the best method to, to buy music and to come to the live shows and so on and so forth. Right now we have it set up on our website where if you go to our website, you can get our music uh, for free. If all you have to do is enter your email address. So that way you become part of our email list. So that way when we play a show, you get an email reminder saying, Hey, we're playing a show. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's pretty, pretty cool trade off there. I think the single, I think the single that everyone heard, I think that'll be, a dollar i think when it comes out um we we're still figuring that out but we're looking towards releasing summer right yeah we hope to get that out soon as well man hopefully in the next yeah hopefully in, in uh june or july so yeah. look out for that awesome so everybody here you guys heard it way early um it's easy it's just true. punch punch in an email you it's free you get free music and then you can plug in for all the latest drops and ultimately the live shows to come. Um, this was fun. I'm happy I had yeah. you guys on. Definitely long, long time coming. Um, personally, just born and raised in Rochester. Um, saw both of you guys play when I was a, a teenager. It was the first time I saw both of y'all. So a long cool. time coming to have you on the show, and I appreciate awesome. you hopping on for it. Thank you, Ben. Thanks for having Thanks. us, bro. Good time. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Dylan. Again, uh, take a look at the show notes. Hit those links. Stay in touch. Um, RochesterGroovecast.com or just Google Rochester Groovecast, Facebook, Instagram. To keep in touch, we do shows every Monday and Wednesday. It was Thursday. We're doing Wednesdays. Every Monday and Wednesday, we film these live. So you get to come in, man. You get to actually see it happening. You can ask questions in the chat box. You get to see stuff that people listening don't get. Um, 
Thanks again, guys. Did I yep. did I miss anything? Uh, eh. I think we're good, man. Good job doing what you're doing, man. Positive yeah, stuff, man. So, thanks Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank y'all. Thanks, guys.